Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party, an Apex Legends podcast hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how's it going, man? What a day, Shay. We have a really <laughs> fun episode today. A little bit of a celebration. Happy to be here as always. Yeah, today we're doing a little bit of a birthday celebration episode. And with that comes a pretty fun topic, I would say. We've done some crazy stuff for birthday episodes, and so we're not going as crazy as normal, but we're we're ranking maps, which as Anyone that knows, that listened for a while, we don't do that. So that's how we're celebrating our birthday. We're saying screw it and trying <laughs> something new. Um, yeah, before we get into it, though, if you want a question answered, ask it in our Discord channel meant for questions. Leave it in the form of a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you have time, drop us a follow on Twitter, at Kirkwood at HB Person. Links are in the descriptions for Discord, our Twitters, all that. We'd appreciate the, the help. Uh, the signups for the third party invitational are already blowing up. Uh, we've already had multiple, multiple signups teams, uh, come into play. So don't miss out on that opportunity. The way that you can enter is by joining our Patreon. That's literally the only requirement, uh, is to be a patron at any tier. Um, we should make the announcement to make sure that we actually do it. We will be casting, uh, the tournament. So it will be on Twitch. We're committed. Let's say we'll be streaming. We'll be streaming the tournament. I'm not sure if I'm ready to say that I'm going to be at casting level quality. Hey, if you're feeling good, though, never mind. I'll let you rock. <laughs> I don't know how you do one without the other. If we could figure out how to just stream it just with silence, maybe. We're going to but... be streaming with commentary. Casting okay. implies a very intense play-by-play, I, play, I, I think. Agree. And I'm not sure if. We haven't decided who's the color and who's the play-by-play yet if we are going that route. And um, we're not Nicewick is what we have both decided heading into this. So we'll see. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. And just from a technology standpoint and a space standpoint, it's going to be a challenge. But I think we'll we'll do our best to make that happen for you. Um, And if you want to be on the main stage, make sure you sign up. So spots are limited. Uh, with that though, let's kind of get into. It. I guess we're we mentioned at the top. This is kind of the birthday episode. Uh, Henry and I both born September eighteenth, nineteen ninety eight. Pretty close on time wise as well. I believe if we our parents were talking about that the other day. So each year we do a little same birthday episode celebration with a fun topic. We've done like interviews and other kind of I don't even remember some of the other random things we've done it's been a while but uh, yeah a fun episode all around talk to me about the day though <laughs> it's just so weird I, I think people probably don't believe us when we say that we really were born on not just the same day but the exact same day same year same everything mm-hmm. so we're both turning 24 years old which you're Kobe yeah Mamba Mamba mentality, baby. <laughs> it's a good year, uh, but we're both getting older, and it seems kind of weird. This is the first like, official summer that we were both finally out of school um, after college, so kind of our first full-on adulting years, uh, and I have to say, it's been quite a year. We've been busy. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of uh, exciting things happen. Career-wise, new jobs, promotions, new apartments, new pets, uh, 
big vacations. I would say that more pets to come for Henry, right? Let's not get ahead of ourselves. (laughs) Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But uh, yeah, honestly, I I think overall, very positive year, a lot of growth, a lot of good things that happened. Um, But that being said, 2022 health wise, not great for me. I mean, I I hadn't gotten (laughs) sick for like six or seven years. They're all college, never Mm -hmm. even got a cold. And I've been sick like three or four times. And podcasting wise, you don't want to have a cough. It just doesn't work out. So hopefully next year uh, we'll be healthier uh, (laughs) for for the podcast's sake. Yeah. Uh, I just got to say another year, it was great. You know, like you said, Life's been going awesome. I think we're both feeling very happy. We don't give like the personal updates a lot. So this is what we're taking the time to do. Why are we taking the time to do it right now? But I just got to say, you know, a big thank you to everyone who's listening to the show all the time. It's great for us to always have, you know, every Tuesday, sit down, record some episodes and uh, always have Apex to look forward to. Always have the, I don't know, each other holding us accountable. But at a certain point, it's also the fans we want to stay accountable for as well that are listening each and every week. And so having this consistency throughout everything, throughout different jobs, throughout moving from state to state has been uh, an absolute blessing. So appreciate all your support. And uh, you guys are the reason we're still recording this pod every single week. You know, we didn't have listeners at this point. Uh, it's past becoming just a pure passion project that we're trying to grow. We love doing it because we love being able to interact with everyone that's listening. That's exactly right. I mean, we still work really hard to to make this mm-hmm. podcast what it is, um, but it's so fulfilling because we have an audience. And uh, like you said, Jay, it's like, we both have busy, busy lives. We're having growth in all these different areas, but the podcast is something that now for what two and a half years has been gonna yeah, so three consistent. year marks coming. Mm-hmm. Like just every single week, uh, we get to come here and do this. So it's a creative outlet. It's fun, keeps us close. Uh, definitely is a is a positive thing in both of our lives. But uh, now that we're we're twenty four years old. Mm-hmm. You know, looking into the future, what are some goals? What are some things that we hope to do um, in the next year? You want to kick us off with maybe one or two things? I mean, I think, oh man, the podcast is still going to be rolling strong as of now. Uh, we did have, we had a legitimate sit down, kind of talk about the future of the podcast semi recently for anyone curious, you know, hit that two and a half year mark, kind of wanted to check in, see, make sure everyone was still happy. And yeah, the passion was there. So, you know, the another year of podcasting, we'll see, you know, my girlfriend just moved up to Seattle, still semi-recently with me. So no plans on migrating anywhere else, but definitely have uh, considered some options at this point, looking at other places where maybe uh, buying something's a bit more uh, oh, reasonable, I think, okay. well. You don't, it's not like this is a surprise. We talk about this every week. So Big news. Well, do you think that could happen in the next year? Uh, maybe the end of the year, potentially. It's oh, possible. Unlikely. Unlikely, but possible. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think staying happy, staying healthy, that's kind of the, the main priority as of now. And uh, making sure everything stays consistent from work to new projects. So I don't have anything like to super dial in on, though, uh, in particular. How about yourself? I try to stay busy. You know, yeah, we were you recording this uh, episode and we jumped onto the recording at about, what, 2.30 in the afternoon. 
Uh, oh my gosh, kicked yeah, it off. Yeah. And I told Jay that I have my, my breakfast scone still sitting untouched <laughs> right next to me, which I'm pretty embarrassed by. Uh, that's not good. You got to take care of your body. I've been trying to go to the gym more, eat better, uh, cook more fresh food, less frozen. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of a goal uh, now that I'm 24, kind of reestablish so the health. Uh, but also just time. I'm sorry for um, anyone that's getting mad at us for saying we're old at 24. Got <laughs> <laughs> people probably yelling into the mic right now. <laughs> yeah, but but you know I think health is important, time is important. But the other goal of mine, career-wise, is to con- continue working with influencers, um, continue working in gaming uh, with my day job, mm-hmm. seeing how far we can push third-party productions uh, to be yeah. something that we could take full-time is a massive priority for me. But then on an individual standpoint, I am working behind the scenes to launch my own consulting business that gears towards creators and helping them take their brands to the next level. So that's something that I'm working really hard on uh, in between the rest of my busy schedule and hoping to launch that officially early next year. So those are some plans for me. But yeah, maybe... Maybe I shouldn't be this busy. I definitely should make time for <laughs> breakfast. So we'll see if these things really happen. Less busy, I will say one shared goal we do have is we're trying to figure out how to get outside more together. Yeah. We're trying to plan some hikes, some like we can call them double date hikes if we want to. But that's something we're gonna, I think, try and work on uh in this coming year. Uh, because we I mean, if anyone who's been listening for a while. They know the full backstory. They know the YouTube channel mm-hmm. and the the original passion for hiking content and uh, how much the outdoors are. As much as I'm a fan, huge part of your life as an Eagle Scout, sure. and uh, we have not been getting outside enough in a while. So picking that back up and uh, maybe setting some goals for a backpacking trip or two as well during this next year is something we can we can work on. So yeah, I'm working on making sure. Work-life balance is staying as healthy as humanly possible, and uh, making sure we can enjoy. It's nice having some you know money to travel and stuff, which is something we haven't been able to do being in college for a long time. But thank you, everyone, for listening. Unless you got anything else you want to throw in there, I think we we can go. We don't need to go on and on and on about ourselves and our lives. <laughs> nope, that was a great callback. I'm down to to get some fresh air. We spend way too yep. much time in the chair. Okay, well, let's talk about the fun kind of topic that we're going to cover today. And we're going to be ranking maps. We're going to do a tier list of maps. And this is something interesting, I think, because we talk about maps quite often in Apex Legends. They're probably one of the most important elements of the game itself. And today, we wanted to take some time to rank them because, as longtime listeners know, we have been very shy from ranking anything on this podcast because we just... We think it's so unjustifiable for the bottom of the rankings because everything's so great in this game. It sucks for some stuff to end up at the bottom and get the short end of the stick when maybe it doesn't deserve that. But with the maps, there's only four of them, so we don't have to like throw anything in F tier, and I think we can make ourselves feel a little bit better about it. And with maps being such a controversial topic right now, we kind of wanted to sit down and share our thoughts about what we like and maybe don't like about each map how we see them holistically, and talk about all the fun features and stuff. So very opinionative es- uh, episode today, which is you know not always what we do uh, when we talk things Apex. Love the numbers, love all that stuff. And so 
wrap things up at the end of this with a little birthday wish list for the next map as well. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of off the top of my head what we got going on. Anything else you want to talk about before we just dive into it? I think we're going to approach this a little loose, a little unstructured, but for the most part, we're going to go through each map, talk about kind of our first reactions to it, what our th- first thoughts were about it, and then we're going to go through different town takeovers because that's a mm-hmm. big ingredient uh, to the the fun, unique, sometimes powerful components of a map. And then we're going to go into the unique features, uh, which is probably one of my favorite parts about the different maps. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to take a break, come back, and rank the maps in a variety of categories, from rank to pubs to kind of just design and how the map looks. And then, like you said, Shay, we'll, we'll take a look at the, the wish list items. Yeah. Well, I'll say we didn't come to a consensus on the tier list either, which is something that if people have listened for a while, you know that we try and come to an agreement on one thing to share and we go with that. We also helps that we all have drastically different opinions most of the time. But this time around, you're going to hear Henry's tier list versus Shay's tier list on a couple things. And you can see which uh, third party host maybe uh, aligns with you a bit more and uh, we'll have some fun with it. But like you said, we're going to kind of start off with first reactions and stuff. So let's take it all the way back. Start with Kings Canyon, the first map ever. What were your first reactions to this map? Thinking all the way back to, what, three plus years ago at this point, uh, when we just dropped into Apex for the first time. Yeah, I have a vivid memory uh, of the first day of Apex. You hit me up saying, new game drop, Titanfall Universe, got to check it out. Popped open. I think we watched together Shroud's uh, live stream of the game. Mm-hmm. And I and, think we watched the trailer also yeah. off rip. Yeah. But what I remember, I think in the stream or in a video, was, you know, the building on a hill outside Bunker? Kind of mm-hmm. uh, a power ish mm-hmm. position. Um, I remember seeing that back when it was Cascades. Um, kind of in the in the valley, and it stuck out to me because I just for some reason loved the verticality difference. You know, going from like sea level up to multiple different mountains and buildings and hills, I just felt like that was the coolest thing, and took what I loved about Titanfall's scale. And just brought to the next level with the amazing graphics and obviously the legends. But like that POI has such a a sentimental place uh, in my heart. I just, I have a huge connection to it. I love it. Yeah. I think thinking back to like first thoughts was like coming over the map, what the heck is this huge skeleton? Like that was Mm -hmm. the first thing that stood out to me. And I just thought, wow, this looks so dang cool. Wait, this is actually playable? Like that was kind of like when I realized, like you were saying, the verticality difference. That part of the POI or part of the map was kind of what stood out for me for the verticality and the playability of it. That was so crazy. And then I do remember watching Ninja as well very early and seeing him Bloodhound Ult go up a jump tower 360 around looking for red. And I just remember being like, oh my gosh, jump tower, (laughs) such a cool battle royale element. Like that's so interesting. And so, 
yeah, th- those are kind of the, the first thoughts on throwbacks. And I think I also got to shout out some of the old POIs that uh, have come and gone. You talked about Cascades, Bridges as well, fitting right in there. Wetlands, one of our favorite POIs back in the day, a favorite drop in pubs and ranked. And also, RIP Thunderdome. It didn't make its way back with Skulltown, but that was the OG probably favorite POI. Um, feel free to share any thoughts on those uh, old ones because I'm going to get sentimental. I know. I, I miss them so much. And it just, it is an injustice that we don't <laughs> get to play, you know, different versions of the maps. It, it yeah. would bring me so much joy, even for a limited time, to be able to drop wetlands again. Um, not that the map isn't more improved now. I think that it is. But just there's all this great content in the vault uh, for the Apex maps that would be such a joy to play again. And I don't think we're going to get a, a return of wetlands or Thunderdome uh, <laughs> with any future map updates. So it would be the yeah. only way is to open up the vault. Yeah, that's very true. What about World's Edge? Introduced in Season 3, what was kind of your first reaction to that? this one in comparison to King's Canyon? Our first reaction was through trailers yeah. for the first time. I think, How was that shift versus the you know dropping in itself? Yeah, I think the train is probably the big pull-in mm. for like the trailer and first reactions. I was never a huge fan of risking such a <laughs> such a drop on the train, but I think Capital City, you know, the original West and East fragment combined in all of its glory, um, was such a big change uh, from map mm-hmm. design that honestly we haven't seen anything like it since. Such a massive urbanized environment um, is definitely not in the future of Apex. That's something that has come and gone. Uh, and I just think World's Edge in general, and we'll be talking about this later, just has such a unique feel because of all those tall buildings that are playable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that was a big impact of the the change for the new map. Yeah, yeah. I think looking at the first map or looking at World's Edge for the first time, that snow for me was mm-hmm. just like, oh my gosh, that's so beautiful and such a great design of ice and fire essentially and i think that was the big takeaway for me was i looked at this map and i was like oh my goodness what an incredible upgrade in terms of just visual you know pleasure (laughs) and and that was really nice to see but you nailed it with so many of those features and capital city just being such a cool drop off rip as well crazy to think skyhook kind of still still reigns supreme from back in season three pretty much Pretty much untouched. Yep. Uh, wild, honestly, when you think about so many maps and so many POIs at that scale. Yeah, it really is. You know, going into Olympus, that dropped season seven. First reactions to that, I thought it was small. You know, it mm-hmm. it it's a circle, and everything is kind of pushing you into the center. That was definitely a first reaction. Um, you know seeing turbine as the focal point of the entire map uh, was such a unique thing but that is maybe a little more obvious uh, than the other first reaction that we both had was seeing phase runner as such a Mm -hmm. massive divider for the map um, that was really hard to get over at the time it was way before valk you know blew that up um 
very different from both World's Edge and King's Canyon. Obviously, both of those have mountains, um, and World's Edge kind of sections off the city and the the northeastern side mm-hmm. away from the rest of it. But I, I just felt such a drastic shift between that and Phase Driver, which really cut Olympus in half in many ways. Yeah, I think that was a really good one. Uh, honestly, Olympus was such a jarring experience. It being a circle was so interesting as well, just holistically. But the tridents was like probably one of the big things for me in terms of not only is this a new mobility tech on the map, but seeing how there's runways and pathways mm-hmm. built out for the so trident cool. into the map was so cool and so interesting. But yeah, and I remember playing, we were playing with a colorblind buddy of ours who was like, Olympus is so beautiful. There's so much color versus the other maps <laughs> as well. So I, I think it definitely had that aesthetic uh, awesomeness as well. I'm such a cherry blossom sucker and that was uh, sprinkled throughout the map as well. So a really fun one, first glance. Olympus was definitely jarring. I agree. Storm Point though, which came out yeah. season 11, for me personally, was more jarring just because, well, it was the first time we got to see a map early. Uh, yeah. uh, we kind of mm-hmm. got invited to a play test, which was a lot of fun. But the first reaction, I don't think there was anything that topped just the vertical shift. That yeah. one side of the map was on a massive mountain and the other side was beachfront. Um, so crazy. It, it just freaked us out that you could possibly balance something like that. Yeah. So wild. Stormpoint was such an interesting introduction. And then you talk about verticality. I'll also throw in the gravity cannons. Just, oh my goodness. And I'm now seeing a pattern. I've talked about Uh tridents, the jump towers, and now the gravity cannons. I guess the map mobility is something that very much stands out to me on first glance. And yeah, that was just, we were like, whoa. Wait, there's there's no jump towers anywhere. Uh, what's going on? And that was a weird adjustment to see. Uh, so yeah, great, great map though. Very fun. Love the first impressions of it. Uh, we're going to talk about town takeovers, unique features, or rank these maps. But before we do, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Welcome back, town takeovers. One of our favorite things about each map. Walk us through what we're kind of looking at on a map-by-map basis, and we'll highlight some of our favorites, I think, is probably the best way for us to talk about this. Yeah, I think we could talk a lot about this. I think we could could have a whole other episode about it. But (laughs) just to kind of go over the inventory, what maps are really rocking with, King's Canyon has Labs, Gauntlet, Map Room, and Caustic Treatment, with Mirage, you know, coming and going for a brief period. Mm -hmm. World's Edge only has Trials and Big Mod in terms of town takeovers, with, again, Mirage uh, coming and going. Then Olympus currently has Fight Night and Clinic, and Mm Stormpoint does not have any current town takeovers. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're seeing a lot more on King's Canyon uh, than any other uh, map right now. You know, two Mm -hmm. on Edge, two on Olympus with four on King's Canyon and none on Stormpoint. Such a drastic contrast there in terms of town takeovers. I'd love to highlight Mirage Voyage, but I think we've talked about Mirage Voyage endlessly. Absolutely miss it. Hard for us to spend time talking about a POI that's not on any of the maps anymore. 
But what is the one that kind of stands out to you? I'm not asking you to pick a favorite, but just one you'd love to highlight and maybe talk about a little bit. I'll highlight and favorite a big okay, mod. Fair enough. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm such a big Rampart fan. I think there's such uh, cool lore uh, involved in that uh, town takeover. I'm also kind of excited and embarrassed that I'm nearing 1,000 kills uh, with Rampart on PC, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. Um, but I just think from a mechanic standpoint, I love the Vendit machines. I love the positioning of the town takeover. I love the, the design of it. It's all great. Love Rampart. Love Big Mod. Probably my favorite town takeover. Yeah. I think if I'm highlighting one, um, I won't highlight it, but I will throw honorable mention to the Lifelines Clinic. I think it's a great uh, town takeover that I think is going to get some attention once Olympus comes back into rotation mm-hmm. here. Uh, but the one I'll highlight is Map Room, as you know, big Beacon and Recon fans, and just seeing the augmented reality map. It, it was so cool and such an incredible design location on the map with the loot rarity at when it first came out made it such a great drop. And you know, now it, it's a pretty good drop again, I would say as well with the recent changes. So overall, great. Love the aesthetic. Came in a really cool time when there was a lot of reworks and stuff happening as well. So I remember it fondly uh, in terms of how Apex was and the state of Apex as it was. So yeah, gotta give some love to Maproom. Maproom's great. And before we dive into the unique features or mechanics Mm -hmm. on the map, gotta give just a shout out to the original town takeover in Sing Labs. Like this Mm -hmm. is pretty simple in terms of its design you, you a lot of players that are probably new walk into it and definitely it doesn't scream wraith uh at mm-hmm. you but it is such an impactful unique feature almost for king's canyon because the fighting that can happen the rotations that can happen around labs it's been through a lot of changes uh which is you know the only town takeover that has had such a transformation but the portal itself uh, is such a unique feature that I really enjoy. And it was the first one. Yeah, yeah. Well said. That's a good one to highlight. Let's talk about unique features, though, uh, because that's something that I know we're big fans of, but even more than... I'll, I'll give, I'm just trying to give you the shout-out. That it's like one of your favorite things of maps is unique features on them. I think there's some really dang cool, too, but I know it's one of the first things you like look at when we talk about maps holistically and stuff. So... You want to rifle us through what we're kind of looking at on a map-by-map basis again? Yeah, for sure. So starting off King's Canyon, we have charge towers, explosive holds, sniper towers, loot ticks, the supply ship, flyers, and then we used to have loot bunkers, which RIP. I thought they were really Mm -hmm, cool. mm -hmm. Um, World's Edge has cargo bots, lava, the loot vaults, geysers, blast walls gondola multiple gondolas and then they used to have the train r.i.p the uh-huh. train such a fun component <laughs> the train the fun component that you didn't like <laughs> i i wasn't dropping on the train that doesn't mean i didn't ride the train no, i'm just kidding but just it was kidding. too crazy um <sighs> then we have olympus that has triadents very impactful uh to the future mm-hmm. of apex and then marvin's the phase runner and rift kind of in tandem and then we have the icarus bridge and then the phase driver uh for olympus kind of more than i was expecting in terms of unique features uh given how recent it is compared to king's canyon that has so many 
And then more recently, we have Stormpoint that features gravity cannons, a variety of wildlife. We have spiders, prowlers, and flyers, Mm -hmm. triadents as well, and then armories. So a lot to kind of sink your teeth into when you think about unique features and different game mechanics that are embedded in the map design. It's definitely a lot to look at for sure. I think how we should do this, let's go through and talk about our favorite on each map, uh, whether the same or different. And I'll kick us off. We'll go at King's Canyon. And I think if I'm looking at all those map features and kind of trying to choose one that I think is, is a favorite from a design perspective, for me, it still comes down to that supply ship right now. I, I love that thing so much. It's a ton of fun. I love the idea of mid-map POI shifts as well. I think it's really cool. It's been a staple since the OG, so it's very nostalgic all the time. So that, that's the one I'll highlight for Kings with the caveat that uh, the nerf to explosive holds recently uh, kind of hurts that one uh, in a selection. Otherwise, I'm probably taking that. <laughs> it, it's pretty messed up. Um, I'm pretty <laughs> sad. You know, charge towers, I love um, mm-hmm. just because the legends that I play really lean into that. Um, like need, and it just makes playing them so much more fun on King's Canyon. But losing, you know, a lot of them over the past few years, uh, mostly this this season, then the explosive holds get nerve kind of sad. But those are my two favorite, probably overall uh, mm. unique features are both on King's Canyon. So that's that. How about World's Edge, though? I think the. The blast walls was something that I thought was going to be way more impactful than it really was. <laughs> but I still, <laughs> I, I still think they're kind of cute in that mm-hmm. you can look at the map and see if teams have been to a POI by yeah. the indicators of the blast walls. So when they were like first teased, I thought we both kind of thought this was going to create a defensive fortress that you could yeah, hold yeah. against any foe, multiple teams. Not really. No, that's not <laughs> anything uh, like how it is. Yeah, I'll highlight the cargo bots on World's Edge. Uh, I think uh, they're my favorite loot distributor uh, feature on a map versus kind of those Marvins and loot ticks. Uh, well, I guess I guess the the uh, wildlife does count as that as well, which is probably the best. But okay, compared to the loot ticks and Marvins, cargo bots are my favorite. I like the uh, ability to kind of control your own destiny a bit more on those. Totally. And uh, they lead into the loot vault as well, which is such a fun feature. So definitely a fan of those. Uh, I would love to have them on every map if we could. <laughs> For Olympus, it's hard to not talk about the Tridents um, yeah. just because of their impact. But you know, the loot vault on World's Edge was so impactful, but you can't really say, oh, I'm going to go to the loot vault this game because you have yeah. to get kind of lucky um, with those cargo bots to get a key. The Icarus Bridge on Olympus, not really that case. You know, you can drop Icarus and find the key every game and, and get into there. I, I think I really like uh, that feature because of the consistency and you can't say no to good loot. <laughs> Definitely can't. I'll double down on the Tridents. I think they're awesome. Great mobility tool and have to give the shout out to the Tridents, which I think were absolutely essential to our uh, first run to Masters and how we kind of went about playing the map. So awesome feature. Map is so well built for them as well that I think it's such a great combo on Olympus. Stormpoint, though, where your allegiances lie. Less options now. (laughs) 
I don't think either of us are big haters to like the prowlers uh, no, or the no. wildlife. Um, I don't think the gravity cannons or the tridents are a perfect fit for the map. Um, mm-hmm. Armories, you know, far and above my favorite component in terms of mm-hmm. the unique features. Just so crazy. They they had kind of talked about when they released it, adding this to other maps. That's not yeah. going to happen to Olympus, World's Edge, Kings. That's not going to happen. But, man, if it did, uh, it would make a big splash because they are very impactful. Yeah, I mean, the introduction of Smart Loot, so dang cool. Uh, absolutely killer and uh, unique feature the armories are. We play around them when we're on Stormpoint and uh, a great ad that I'd love on another map but not sure it'll happen anytime soon. What you've maybe all been waiting for, though. Overall, map tier list. We're going to break this down. We're going to share our thoughts. We're going to compare our tier lists to each other's as well. It's going to be a ton of fun. We have it split into three sections, ranked and pubs being the first two. It's just so hard to not uh, define maps for each separate playlist with how different the games are played. And then we have a third category of design slash aesthetic and so overall just kind of our thoughts on how the map's built and how it looks uh in terms of a tier list so man how do we want to kick this off um any other thoughts you want to throw on before we kind of just dive into each list individually no i think if you want to start us off with ranked then i'll give my comparison then i'll start off us off on pubs and you give it and we'll kind of like go back and forth like that Okay, well, for ranked, I got in S tier, two maps. Two maps hang out in S tier for me, and that is World's Edge and Olympus. And I'm going to be honest, my bias of Olympus is 100% seeping into this ranking. I know this is not the uber popular pick here, but like I said earlier, our first time hitting Masters was on Olympus. I'm going to be fond of it. I think we know how to play it very well. And I think it's a, a place for a unique play style that I do enjoy. World's Edge, kind of the staple for a lot of people in the favorite map talk. And so I got it up here because I think it's a fantastic uh, combination of everything you look for in a map right now. And then I got sitting in A tier, Stormpoint, and B tier, Kings Canyon. Uh, nothing in C or D tier. Obviously, we're not talking about arenas, maps, or anything uh, today. And yeah, that's kind of where I have things aligned for me. You can share yours, and then maybe we can we can talk a little bit about the ones I didn't uh, give a little spiel on in the last year. Yeah, this is this is we're pretty different on this one, I think. But this, honestly, I think this is our all biggest close. difference. I think one. it is. Yeah. Um, for ranked, I have just one map in S tier, World's Edge. I love the three cities. You know, Skyhook, Lava City, and then you know Capital City or West and East Fragment. I think mm-hmm. for ranked. That's so fun, uh, just because you can control the pace of the game as a more defensive player. I enjoy that. Uh, and as a Loba enthusiast, uh, I think it definitely maximizes her abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, in A tier, I have both Olympus and King's Canyon. I love King's Canyon. It's probably going to be at the top of my my ranked tier list uh, forever, uh, just because I have traditionally really liked the walls, how the rotations work there, mm-hmm. and then kind of how Shay hinted at We've performed very well on Olympus. So even though it's not my favorite uh, from a map design standpoint, we can get results uh, on Olympus by switching up how we play and going crazy. Watson, Crypto, just Mm -hmm. nutty team comps that are not our go-to, but we can make it work on Olympus. 
Um, but I, I throw storm point down to C tier, um, for ranked. I don't enjoy playing ranked on storm point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's either too fast or too spread out. And yeah. it's just, it's hard for me to wrap my head around that. If you land on one side of the map, you're going to be on the high ground. And if you land yeah. on another side, you won't. And it's really difficult for me. The explosive holds have helped it out a lot for me uh, in terms of just getting what I need. But in terms of like pacing, it's definitely not my favorite. I think that's a fair perspective for sure. I have Stormpoint obviously higher than you in A tier. I think I'll speak to my enjoyment of the map. And by all means, I think Stormpoint, the reason it's not an S tier is there are those frustratingly pacingly weird games and those weird elevations, which think if you were able to get rid of those you'd end up with the world's edge esque map honestly yeah uh, but i think the pois are really cool i think the buildings are a good balance of being defensible versus just the olympus of not really being able to address them in any way shape or form but all that aside i have the, the map higher because i love the loot i love the armories and i love the wildlife i feel like every game i'm getting fully kitted and that's something I personally enjoy when I'm playing ranked is I don't feel like I get outclassed often because of my loot on this map, which I know I am going up against people for the most part probably that are also with higher levels of loot, but I'm happier to lose that fight than lose a fight because I feel like I had a, you know, not a good shot at certain maps, which, you know, Kings Canyon, I think since the change of the explosive holds has hurt it slightly in terms of how you can feel really kitted in this map. I know we used to talk about it as like gold central. But uh, I don't think we've been saying that at all in this most recent split. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of why I have those. But honestly, that's our biggest difference, and it's not that big of a difference. So. <laughs> no, not too much. Uh, but kicking off pubs and the tier list, in S tier, I have both Kings Canyon and World's Edge. I couldn't figure out which one I liked more. Um, mm-hmm. Kings Canyon not only has the nostalgia, but I think even the biggest KC haters love pubs uh, on Kings, I think. It's a really fun map in terms of the two of my favorite features, charge towers and explosive holds. It's got it. And then town takeovers, you know, you're rocking yeah. with the most. So I, I got to love Kings Canyon for all those reasons. But World's Edge, kind of similarly, the quality of POIs, I think, is the mm-hmm. highest out of all the maps. I think I am so comfortable landing in such a wide variety of places that that just increases the enjoyment you know if mm-hmm. some place is contested i'm never worried because i'm going to find some place that i'm confident looting i'm confident rotating from and that's important mm-hmm. then i skip over a tier and i go straight to b tier with storm point i do not like storm point at all i consider it to be the opposite of world's edge in terms of pois that i enjoy dropping at you know you think about oasis or bonsai I don't really like fighting there or dropping there. Mm-hmm. It's not super fun for me uh, compared to so many great options on Edge or even Kings Canyon. Um, I guess I read that wrong, but I did feel that way. So I'll put Olympus down in C tier for those reasons, but Stormpoint I will put above it uh, for pubs. I think that the explosive holds, um, not the explosive holds, the armories make it really really fun uh to play pubs in just because you get that competitive like mini game pve and then you also have the massive pve component of the Mm -hmm. wildlife so it would be king's canyon world's edge s tier storm point b tier 
and Olympus at the bottom at C tier for me when it comes to pubs. Okay, and I'll give the comparison here. I got an S tier World's Edge. All the reasons you said. I don't need to echo it too much. Great map. Love it. Uh, totally fun. Love the city. That's kind of what it comes down to for me as a pubs map. I love being able to drop Fragment if I want to and have a crazy, quick, fun game. Uh, in A tier, I got King's Canyon. So slightly below World's Edge, not in the same tier as you had him. Uh, I would honestly have this thing up in S tier if it wasn't for this most recent season, which I really feel like has kind of altered the loot and pace of play on this map more than before. It's definitely feeling quite different than usual because outside of that, for all the reasons you said, like the town takeovers, the POIs, it's really enjoyable. Um, but just that little bump on the loot perspective and maybe how the rotates are feeling and the fact that there's been so many games where it feels like you're doing a lot of running. And I don't think that's the most enjoyable yeah. thing for pubs. I just had to drop it down one tier for me. Uh, unlike you skipping A tier, I skip B tier though. And I got Stormpoint and Olympus both in C tier. Uh, and so you kind of went off on Stormpoint and I have it even lower than you. Um, so what I'll say is I'll double down on what you were saying and just add into the fact that I have Stormpoint higher on ranked because I think those odd games where you drop loot a POI and there's not a lot of teams left and you're just running are, you know, can be justifiably okay and ranked because you're going to get higher placement and pubs incredibly boring nobody wants that and it doesn't have the trident way the way the map is built i don't feel like it's super friendly for the tridents for rotating quickly around just not my favorite uh pubs map so that's kind of where i feel i like faster play in pubs and then olympus also being in c tier just kind of comes down to the the issue we've always talked about every time olympus is in rotation the funnel towards hammond and mm -hmm. the kind of triangle of death just kind of causing some frustration on those maps so we'll see i think they're still great maps i'm not putting anything in d tier on here on the ranked or pubs and i don't think either of them deserve it i will still play all these maps and that's i think one of the big takeaways we have from this entire list and ranking is we love all these maps um any comments before i jump into the next tier i'll just say gravity cannons are not good I, yeah. I don't think it worked out, and I hope we yeah. don't see them in the future on new maps. Um, last tier list, design and aesthetic. It's a little bit more abstract. Uh, I'll go into mine. An S tier for this one. I got Olympus and World's Edge. World's Edge, I'm just now realizing, did collect the triple S for me. Um, which is pretty dang cool and impressive, but I don't think is an unpopular opinion. I think this map is the best in terms of a game design, but more so from that aesthetic. The skybox has always been really cool. There was that little you know, gap in time where they did go a little crazy and throw they a lot did. of clouds in there. They but we've, uh, we've, we've made it out the other side. It's the POIs in this map. The town takeovers are incredible. They just look so dang good. and yeah, It's just a visually appealing map anytime you want to drop in. I talked about my first reaction to it earlier with the ice and fire element. Still love it for that reason. Uh, Olympus is obviously the opposite of wildlife, but I just think it's visually quite appealing. It's this beautiful city. I said I'm a sucker for cherry blossoms and such. I think it looks great because of that. The green's so great, and I think the skybox has always been really dang cool. Um yeah, just a map I enjoy looking at anytime we drop in. Uh, Stormpoint, just for me, an A tier. Uh, it's really the water, I think, that kind of like 
plays into this. I think it's a visually appealing map from that perspective. And while the uh, huge drastic elevation shift is not my favorite to play on, I think it looks pretty dang cool. And you get some crazy uh, views because of it. So definitely kind of slides into the A tier for me for that. And then Kings Canyon rounds it out in B tier, which I will say with the recent lighting changes in Skybox, probably could, in my opinion, start to make a push higher. But I think the POIs and so many of the buildings just don't have the wow factor of uh, some of these uh, other maps when we talk about comparisons. But uh, yeah, talk to me about your list because we, we do have another big difference one in this one, I'm now realizing. <laughs> yeah, I'm also S tier, World's Edge. Um, I think Fire and Ice definitely is hard to beat uh, from a design standpoint. But this is also as my favorite town takeover. Um, mm-hmm. It has Big Mod. And I just think that even the Harvester is uh, like, I love the cities, but the Harvester right now in its current state, I just love the design of it that it's all shut down. It's had an impact, but now it's kind of covered in graffiti from Bloodhound. I, I just love the lore and the design of World's Edge holistically. In A tier, I have Stormpoint kind of high relative to the rest of my list um mm-hmm. but i think that it's cool you know you have a vibrant jungle environment mixed with some military complexes mm-hmm. um crash ships now we have you know a downed beast i think that's pretty cool um when we talk about the aesthetic of a map i then have olympus and b tier and this is harsh maybe a little too harsh but <laughs> i will explain why so Yes, it looks pretty compared to all the other maps. I think that it's clean, it's fresh, it's modern. Those are all big pluses. My problem is it's a little less believable. And there's a couple key points. One, I don't really understand Rift. (laughs) Like, is it destroyed or is it not? Like, can this city still float with a massive black hole explosion phase portal i'm not loving that concept just from a logic standpoint but more impactfully and this is why my tier is perhaps a little bit harsh i i'll say it i hate the buildings and their design on olympus they're trash they're Mm -hmm. absolute trash now that's kind of not fair because that's kind of a gameplay impact but just i think that it was a big failure and that they're not very fun to play around and when you think about my favorite you know map being world's edge with the tall buildings and great doors easily defendable olympus is the opposite of that you cannot play defensive very effectively on olympus in general but as harsh as I was about that, it's a very specific <laughs> thing. What are you thing, about to okay? say on yeah. this next so one? That's wait. what I'm saying. <laughs> so I, th- I throw King's Cannon all the way in D tier uh, from a design standpoint. It's so bland compared to all the other ones that yeah. it's going to fall down there. And then there's two other reasons. The first one being the massive oil spill. It really grinds my gears. I don't really like <laughs> that. Spotted Lakes is gross. I think we got to figure that out, clean it up. But in that same vein, that leads to the second reason. It's kind of disjointed. You know, like, is Repulsor destroyed? 
in season one and two, or is it not? Do we have flyers in cages for years and years and years and years? Yeah. You know, things have been destroyed with, you know, Leviathans coming through. Then we have a terrorist attack that crashes, you know, into the map. Like there's a lot of destruction and weird things that have happened, but then have been covered up. But it's still there. And I think the flyers in cages is the thing that I would love to just be deleted. Like I would love to move <laughs> on from that. Um, Cause just from a design thing, it's so weird when you think about the lore and the timeline of the map. So I give Kings a big dig for that. Um, and that's my list. I think that was fun and all valid. And that's why we, we did it separately because we wanted to go opinionative on this one. I think it was a ton of fun. Let us know your reactions to the list and uh, where you agree or disagree with both of us. Happy to chat about it in Discord. Um, yeah, that was fun. Maybe next year we'll do Legends. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. One year from now. Uh, last question before we, we call it peace because we're getting into a longer episode today. Wishlist. Birthday wishlist for the next map. What do you want out of it? What would be like the, oh, yes, this was such a dub and a win. And honestly, I'll ask the question. What's going to make it similar to World's Edge as we both ranked it S tier in each rankings of the map and pretty core components? Is there something that stands out to you when we talk about a wish list? Yeah, I think building design is so, so important. Making it so Mm -hmm. that you have defensible buildings that are built for Rampart. They have the double doors. (laughs) I love that. And then no holes, no random holes like in Kings Canyon, those wooden yeah. two-story buildings. Don't like that. Don't like open archways and rooms like on Olympus. So more tight uh, building design is uh, mm-hmm. something I really like. And then jump towers. You know, I'm not asking for a whole lot. I just want <laughs> jump towers. Don't want anything crazy, uh, you know, beyond that. And then one thing that we didn't talk about the whole episode that I think is fun is when you have the consistent loot areas, when there's areas that it's always going to be a gold item or you're going to be able to find snipers uh, there. I I think that's really fun. I'd love to see more of that Mm -hmm. um, in a unique, new, fresh way. Yeah. I think defensible buildings are great. Lots of good stuff. I'll throw in like unique POIs and unique designs that play for great drops and end games. Um, you know, POI design is a really cool thing that stands out. So adding more unique features as well to POIs is something I would love to see. Um, yeah, balloons would be great. I'm also just, I mean, maybe I'm not anti-balloon. It was like the first thing that stood out to me in the game, but just not gravity cannons. That's like, if you're going to do something different, I want there to be maybe a, a stronger reasoning for and not something that's just going to end up with people throwing arc stars and having clips because it's uncontrollable and a death sentence if you take kind of thing like so hopefully jump towers obviously but if you're going to do something different i'd love it to be something maybe a bit more uh appealing and last but not least aesthetically pleasing i love a good skybox and i love the cherry blossoms i love just you know the nature vibes of these maps and Making it, like you were saying with Kings, not feel bland, but feel like, oh, wow, this is something I love kind of flying above every time, keeping things fresh for the hours and hours you're playing. But yeah, maybe not craziest asks out there uh, this time around. We're trying to keep the wish list semi-reasonable. But yeah, anything else? I'll just say like Storm Point, even though it, it catches some heat, forests and beaches 
really cool aesthetic. You know, totally. I'd be happy to keep that going. Um, I think that hopefully that doesn't get taken out uh, of Storm Point. You know, we've yeah. lost forests uh, on Kings Canyon. We've destroyed bridges and mm-hmm. polluted water. Hopefully that doesn't happen to Storm Point because I think it's a big strength. Well, wrap things up. Uh, that was a heck of a fun episode. Really opinionative, fun one for the birthday celebration. Appreciate you all for listening. Um, I think my biggest takeaway, though, is you know we rank these maps, but I think we still love all the maps. You know, Henry did throw Kings Canyon in the D tier for design aesthetic, but it was in the S tier for pubs. So it's like uh, there's still these reasons to always enjoy each map from our perspectives. Uh, and so I think we are both on the same page of never wanting these maps to be gone forever. You know, we never want to move on all the time. Like you were saying, older iterations of map would be great to rotate in. And uh, I'll steal your idea they, of saying, like, if you bring in old maps, the worst thing that's going to happen is people are going to realize that the newest and latest version of the map is better and that's great game design. So I think it's all good stuff there. And yeah, overall, love the Apex, love the maps on Apex. I think they make the game so great versus some of the other BRs out there. Yep. Couldn't say it better myself. Love the maps. I was going to wrap things up. Thank you to our producer, the third party, 10 who supports over on Patreon. Hit the plus on Apple, follow us on Spotify, and check out the Discord via the link in the description. Thank you so much for listening to the third party podcast. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey now, another squad coming in. Boom, whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs>